I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue, episode number 99. I am your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today I want to share with you a little phrase that is listed on my whiteboard right now. And that phrase is, action comes from certainty. Now, I'm going to take zero credit for the line because I've heard Jordan Belford, The Wolf of Wall Street, talk about how important certainty is in the sales process. And I'm pretty sure I wrote that phrase, action comes from certainty, um, down on my whiteboard based on a phrase shared by Grant Cardone. So I'm claiming no rights to the line, but it is accurate. And the reason why I want to bring this up is because I was going through the same type of challenge for myself. I still am right now, to be honest. Um, I was approached by somebody who was trying to sell me something. And it's a very big ticket purchase. Um, big upfront investment and I was struggling with it. Um, I know that I want the results that it's promising. I know that if I get those results, I'll be on track for where I want to go, but I'm not certain. I'm not certain that the results that they offer well, the, the results that they're going to give me, um, I, I don't know that they can deliver. Um, I'm not certain that they can deliver. And so the company overall is is good. Um, and Jordan Belford talks about this, that you need certainty in the company, certainty in the salesperson, certainty in the product. Okay, those are the three levels of certainty that Jordan Belford talks about. And sharing from my own ex- experience, I have certainty in the company. Um, I have almost certainty in the salesperson. I know the salesperson is kind of new, um, so not totally there. And it's not that I don't have certainty in the product, but it's that I don't have certainty in the specific offer because I feel like there's some gaps, some gaps between what I need and what it sounds like they're offering. And I don't feel like I have a clear path to what that's going to look like. So that's where things aren't certain for me in this particular buying decision. And I thought this was a great topic today because we all face this, whether you were a parent selling your kid on going to bed or a CEO selling a strategic partner on the opportunity that is ahead of both of you, or you're a sales rep selling a prospect on your product. There needs to be certainty. And so whether you, you know, hear the information from Jordan Belford or for Grant, from Grant Cardone or from me, it doesn't matter. But I want you to think about this. If you're struggling to close a sale, especially if it's a sale that you think should close, so a sale that you feel meets the requirements of what I think is a good offer, where where the solution that you're providing actually solves the person's problem. If for you, it's a no brainer for you, 
you can't believe that this person isn't buying. You can't believe the deal's not moving forward. I want you to check on their certainty. Where is the disconnect? They need to be certain that the solution will happen. Or at least be certain that the solution is possible. And that's really, really vital because we can be as excited as we want. And excitement does a lot. You can, you can close an entire sale purely based on excitement and enthusiasm. But if it's a bigger ticket, if it's a big investment, whether it's time or money, your prospect needs to be certain. that, it's, And it doesn't even have to be certain that they'll, it'll deliver what you promise is that your prospect has a very specific outcome in mind, a problem they're trying to solve. And I've been in situations like this where I came in and said, I've got this problem. Can this solve it? And the salesperson said, yes. And I invested a lot of money and it did not solve the problem. And that's frustrating, but sometimes that happens. And so now I've got the brakes on in this new opportunity because it's similar And I want to make sure that I don't make the same mistake a second time. And maybe, just maybe, your prospect is thinking the same thing. Maybe your prospect had an experience where they were sold something that did not deliver. Or maybe they're just scared and want you to believe in them. Maybe it's them that they don't have the certainty in. So there's certainty all around. There's the company, there's the product, there's the salesperson, there's themselves. Um, I think Jordan Belfort only talks about three, but there's more. There has to be a level of certainty that outweighs the perceived, perceived risk. And so in your situation, in your engagement, what's that, what's that perceived risk for your prospect or client? And what can you do to help them become more certain, to increase that certainty in, in themselves, in you, in the company, in the product? What can you do? Because they are not going to buy, especially if it's a big investment of time or money or both. They are not going to invest that money or time if they're not certain about the outcome or at least that there's a path to the outcome. Okay, Most people don't mind knowing that they have to do the work, but they need to see that clear path. And if the path isn't certain, it's going to be a struggle to close. So I want to challenge you to sit down, take out a piece of paper and a pen or your iPad or your phone or whatever and write down what concerns your prospect may have and include the things that are internal. Am I a failure? Can I make this work? Will it work for me? Um, Things like, you know, the things that keep them up at three in the morning. What are the challenges? What are their fears? What objections might come from that? What other areas might they be uncertain? Do you have a competitor that's really well known and maybe you're a little lesser known and maybe you're a little lower in price, but there's still some perceived risk or at least potential perceived risk. Or maybe you're not the chief, maybe you're the most expensive. And so the lack of certainty is around whether or not they're going to get that extra value if your price is higher than maybe someone else they're looking at. So make a list of every single piece of the thought process that your prospect may be going through and highlight those things that might create uncertainty or uncertainty. 
And for each of those things, I want you to think of a story that can help overcome them. And it can be a story about, you know, your own story, parts of your life or your business experience. It could be someone else in your company. It could be your CEO. It could be, and it would be great if it was actual stories of existing or past clients so that they can say, hey, yeah, you know what? James came in and he was feeling like he couldn't get anything right. He'd been struggling for this many years and was ready to give up. But once we had a chat and got to identify the real challenge, we were able to use our XYZ service to help him go step by step by step through our patented process to achieve those ultimate results he was looking for. Oh, well, if if it can work for James, then I'm sure it can work for me. Check. And it's done. So what else? What, What else can you provide for examples to help overcome these levels of uncertainty? So these levels of uncertainty will show up in the form of objections, in the form of excuses, in the form of sometimes people just not answering your follow-up call. Okay, it's so easy when someone has doubt for them to just not answer your next call. So don't let that be the case. Don't leave them waiting for a callback from you. Schedule callbacks, okay? Get them on the calendar, validate them, all that jazz. But when it comes to identifying the key pieces of uncertainty that may lie in the minds of your prospect, and then being able to match them with a story, with a situation, with a case study that you can use to illustrate to your prospect that people that have felt those same emotions or had those same concerns have moved forward and saw success, then if that really is a concern, then it's a done deal. Now, if there's other concerns, they may come up as well other sources of uncertainty, and you might need to deal with three or four or five. But normally, there's really just one key piece of uncertainty that's keeping your prospect from moving forward. So you need to figure out what that is. Okay, so again, I want to challenge you. Take a piece of paper and a pen or an iPad or a phone or whatever, and make a list of the different concerns You could call them objections, but I want you to focus on them from the perspective of key pieces of uncertainty or sources of uncertainty throughout the sales process. And is it your company, your product, you as a salesperson, is it their ability to fulfill from their end of things? What is it? Is there time concerns? I'm not certain that I can get it done the amount of time that I have. Is it money? I'm not certain that I can put together this amount of money, or I'm not certain that I'll get that return on the money is more likely the challenge. But write all those out and then come up with those stories from yourself, from your clients. Um, And even if there's a scenario, and we'll call this an extra for experts. If you have a scenario where there is a, a place or a source of uncertainty in your sales process, and you don't have a story to overcome it, you don't have a case study or a client testimonial that you can use. It's okay to borrow one from somewhere else. And what I mean by that is just because somebody hasn't gone through your program 
doesn't mean there aren't other areas that are similar, other programs or solutions that might be similar where someone has gone through and gotten the result. So, uh, for example, if I have, and this is an extreme thing, but let's just say that I have somebody who's never gone through sales training and they were terrified and uh, they were heard it was a waste of money or whatever. And let's just say that I never had anybody go through my sales training. Now, that's clearly not the case, but let's just say that was the case. Well, I could use another story from another company. I could say, well, you know what? You know, it's interesting you say that because um, I know a guy, his name is Jim, and he went through sales training just like this. I didn't say it was mine, but just like this. And what he found was his sales results increased by 20% just in the first month. Oh, okay. Suddenly they feel better. You didn't lie. You didn't mislead. You just calmed their uncertainty. That's it. And that's your role as a sales professional is to help identify and overcome all the levels of uncertainty in the process. Now, again, if it's not the right fit, don't make the sale, right? But assuming it is the right fit, focus on those key pieces of uncertainty, address them, and then move forward. Okay, guys. So that is it for today. That is episode number 99 of Sales Team Rescue. Remember, if you want to get the recording, replay, re-something, re <laughs> uh, the recording of this episode or previous episodes or even upcoming episodes, go to salesteamrescue.com. If you want a shortcut to catch us on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on your favorite podcast platform, go to salesteamrescue.com. And if you would like to book a time with me to go through and map out your sales process and identify if you truly are ready to build your sales team, go to salesteamrescue.com, go down to the bottom and book your sales team readiness assessment with yours truly. And we will do what we can to get you ready to get your sales growing. Okay. So again, I'm Jeremy DeMerchant, the sales strategist. Remember guys, get uncomfortable, get results. We will see you right here next Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern for episode 100. And we got a special one for you. Okay. My team has not worked as hard on an episode as they are on episode 100. So be sure to be here. Headspace TV, 2 p.m. Eastern next Wednesday. And for those of you that are hearing it live, um, I'm not supposed to say, say dates in these things, but um, that's going to be July 14th. Okay. July 14th, episode 100 will be live on Headspace TV, 2 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there. Remember guys, get uncomfortable, get results. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com. 